Product Podcast is sponsored by Untamed Publishing, Anchor FM, Women of Vision, KD, MB, Tyler Landscaping, and Author Exodus Morning. Thank you to all of our sponsors and supporters. JC, author, content creator, and live streamer. For books and more, visit my website, www.jctheauthor.net. For my live streams, such as my author interviews and the Three Headed Monster live streams, please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller. Also on YouTube as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash JC the author. Salute. You are now tuned in to the Get Caught Up Podcast Author Interviews. Welcome to our show. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, Untamed, and yes, we are back. I know that we have been on a bit of a hiatus, but it feels so so good to be back just to be able to bring you guys one of my favorite things, which is the interviews with the authors. Because I love talking to them, getting to know them, allowing you all to get to know them, letting you pick and choose your next favorite author and support them. And I also have to get the particulars out of the way because, you know, although I have been on a hiatus, my sponsors have been so diligently still supporting the podcast. So I want to give a shout out to all of our sponsors and supporters. I want to give a shout out to Tyler Landscaping, me and my son's lawn care, Canada Nay, Exodus Morgan, MB, XO, and Women of Vision. You guys absolutely rock. And I appreciate you. Now, again, since this is like late in October, and I feel so bad for all of my October people, but this is our first show in October. So I'm going to just go ahead and say happy belated birthday to everybody from October 1st to this date, and happy birthday moving forward to all of the listeners who are in October. Also, happy anniversary for all of those who celebrated anniversaries and happy book release to all of my authors who have celebrated book releases and will continue celebrating book releases all the way through the month of October. And of course, you know I am joined with my lovely co-host, Miss Crystal. How are you doing this evening? I'm great. I'm great. And I'm so glad we're back. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yes. I have missed you. Like, yes. Y'all don't know. This is like one of my favorite, favorite things to do. And I get so upset when I have to go on hiatus and I can't I do know. it. <laughs> yes. I do. But nevertheless, we are back with the dynamic new author today. And so, you guys, I'm going to read her bio and we are going to introduce you to her. And I am speaking about none other than Miss Cece Dawson. She is a New York native and a budding author who has dedicated 15 years of her life to honing her craft. Her expertise lies in the world of romance novels with one foot in reality and the other in science fiction. 
Using her psychology background and her rich, vibrant experiences from attending various conventions, Cece dives deep into the understanding her reader's psyche that this, in turn, gives birth to undeniably relatable stories that shake her growing fan base to its core. Welcome to the UP Hot Seat, Cece. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful. And it is so good to have you on. I cannot even lie. I have been so excited for this interview with you. (laughs) Just checking out, you know, your posts and you being a newbie and coming in out of the gate, just, you know, bam! Yes. All the stuff that you're doing, welcome. I I just want to take the time out to tell you that I'm really proud of that because a lot of newbies don't do that. They kind of hide and, you know, we have to kind of push them out into the world and say, no, we got to hear about your baby. And so you hit the the ground running, girl. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You are so welcome. So since you are a newer author, I would love for you to just tell the readers, tell the listeners a little bit about who Cece is. Um, Well, Cece, like you said, is a New York native and I do have a degree in psychology. However, I do enjoy axe throwing, glass blowing, (laughs) Um, and archery, and, you know, thinking about my daughter. So, um, of course, writing is my passion. I love it. But those things, I just absolutely adore. They're so much fun. And, um, you know, I just, for me, writing is my passion. I do it all the time just something I've always done since I was a little girl and just spending time with my family so I'm kind of a homebody as well there is nothing wrong with it but I would tell you I'm right about now, to say. I love your hobbies I'm horrible at archery so I, I tip my <laughs> tiara to you but axe throwing is something I really want to do so to hear you talk about it I'm like yeah now that's confirmation I need to go and and just you know take part in that because it looks like fun (laughs) it's fun but it's a lot of work on the back and if you want to get rid of your love handles Mm -hmm. do axe throwing because you're just working those muscles out and I'm telling you my back looks amazing because of oh well I need to go as soon as possible let me go go find me someone to throw an axe right I might just go in my backyard and throw it up against the tree. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Yeah. Look, I'm a, now I'm going to go to where they actually throw axes first so I can get some lessons. <laughs> because knowing me, I'll try something like that and I'll be in the hospital and I'll throw my back out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> axes do bounce. Believe it or not, they bounce yes, a lot. Yes, they so do. you have to be very careful. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. yeah. So, uh, yeah, that takes me. I'm going to make sure I go get a lesson. <laughs> then, then I can go in the backyard and be like, yaka. <laughs> With that sound effect. Yes. <laughs> that is true. Well, Cece, oh, my God. That was so, uh, we needed that look. And that was that was some free tea, you know, weight loss tea right there, y'all. Right. Exactly. With sound effects. Yaka. 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 <laughs> yeah, saying that all the time now. For real, somebody get that yaka. Yeah, I know that's right. So, why did you decide? You know, you have psychology um, as your background. So, why did you decide to become a published author? Um. Well, 
it's not anything that I decided. Um, I'm a firm believer in if you follow your passion and you follow your loves, it'll lead you in the right direction. You can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. So, and that's just me personally. Um, if you follow it and you follow it correctly and you don't try to do it to ex- with expectations, like becoming famous or becoming rich, but you just do it because you love it, it will lead you down so many different paths. And it just so happened to lead me down the path of being an author. I never expected to be an author. It's just something that, I, like I said, I, was, I just always wrote. And it just became my passion and my passion and my love turned into something that obviously became a little bit more professional. Absolutely. And I love that because yes. I always tell people, you know, certain things require more than just it, it's good to go and get writing lessons. You need that. You do need to, to know how to write, you know, properly. But it's so much of an art, art form and it's creative and it's a passion. And so that's how I view it because it takes a storyteller to craft a story, you know, to write it down. And Absolutely. It, it, you know, that is just something to me that is, is, I'm so passionate about. So I love when I hear anyone says, you know, no, I, I just listen, you know, to my spirit, my spirit led me, my gut led mm-hmm. me. I always say all the time, I when. I make decisions. I never listen to my head or my heart. I listen to my gut. Okay. You know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, Your gut won't steer you wrong. Exactly. That's right. It will not steer you wrong. <laughs> it would never steer you wrong at all. So, at reading your bio, you know, I pulled from it. I saw the romance and then I saw the science fiction. And so when I was even just looking at the promo, I was like, romantic science fiction. I was like, this is probably one of the first that we Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, you know, how would, is that how you would describe your writing? Because I'm, I'm very interested to know like more about this one foot in romance and one foot in science, science fiction. fiction. Yes. <laughs> so, um, as I'm developing as a writer myself, I'm learning more about myself from that standpoint because I can I can do urban, I can do sci-fi. It's just that I find that I'm a better sci-fi writer. So it's not to say I can't do other genres. I find that I'm a better sci-fi writer and I'm naturally a hopeless romantic. Um, Jane Austen books and like The Pride and the Prejudice. Like I'm mm. an old school classic romance girl. Mm. So just, you know, when you read a book, it doesn't have to have, you know, so much sexual content, but just enough to have that build up. And you actually are like screaming, like, kiss her already. Yeah. Like, yes. passion. Like, oh my God, I just want to kiss so bad. And like when it happens, it's just such a fulfilling moment, even for the reader or in, you know, in a movie, even for the viewer. It's just, mm-hmm. I'm super like classic romance. And for me, I, I've always fallen in love with books like that. So, you know, their eyes are watching God, Janie mm-hmm. and TK, you know, yes. even though it was unconventional, it was just such a passion behind those two and the motivation of their love. So yes. um, romance is a big deal for me in my personal life and when I write. So I have a question since you said that, like, mm-hmm. did you start writing in another genre and you was like, uh, this isn't for me. Let me try something else. Or you, did you feel like, no, this isn't for me. This isn't flowing the way I wanted to do. Or did you just know before you started writing? What an excellent question. So, um, 
I started writing. I used to carry a composition notebook when I was a little girl, carry it around. I used to write poetry, um, you know, short stories. And it started, I was, I used to write and observe things. So everything I wrote was more of an observation. And then I tried my hand um, at urban books and I'll take some of the observations and the people that I've encountered. And I tried to create a couple of urban books and I didn't quite enjoy it. Yeah. The books was okay. Don't get me wrong. It just, it didn't capture like almost that, um, that essence that an urban book needs to really right. convey. Mm-hmm. Cause you, if you read a certain urban book, it's just, there's just certain things they can like sister soldier. I consider that an urban book, but it just captured certain things that certain elements of urban. Exactly. Yes. That I was not able to capture. And even though I'm from New York, that just uh, clearly just wasn't my thing. Now, however, sci-fi is different because I can paint a picture of a whole new world. And that oh. came easy to me. Mm. A lot easier than an urban book, which <clears throat> goes to show you can't judge a book by its cover. That and is that's true. why mm-hmm. it's so important to me to have diversity within sci-fi because not all African-American people just write only urban books. Absolutely. That and is you true. said a mouthful. That's one thing that I absolutely, you know, preach, especially when it comes to our mainstream counterparts. Um, you have to realize, like, yes, we can, we write those things, but we are so much more, you know, right. with romance and with sci-fi, with psychological thriller. Like, we, we write all of those things. We're just as good at, in those areas and those spaces as we are in you know our street lit and our urban fiction. right yes and, you yes. know we we have we we have no un you know unflowing will of resources we have no limits we, on anything not, we're not limited it, like, right so, you know although you know those stories of course they're high octane and so they pull from a different mm-hmm. you know a different space but yes. still we can still write dynamic love stories and (laughs) and all of these things so you know I I just I wish that sometimes our mainstream counterparts understood that a bit more but I'm so glad that my fellow authors continue that fight and help me spread (laughs) that word and that message because that is absolutely 100% the truth it is (laughs) so what I am going to do right here we are going to take a really quick break And then when we come back, I'm going to read your blurb for your book. Mm -hmm. And then we are going to dive more into the book of the hour. (laughs) And we are speaking about with Brute Creations. I just, I absolutely... I read the the synopsis, you guys, and when I tell you <laughs> it is otherworldly, I, I mean that 100%. Yes. I, I was so blown away. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I am excited to get into this, but we will be right back in just one moment. We all know reading is fundamental. When you visit KB's Bookshelf, you can find books in multiple genres to entertain and educate. Writers can even find literary services of value to their success, like our ever-popular manuscript critique and book review. Reading allows us to escape, explore, and share our experiences. I hope you'll visit us today at www.kbsbookshelf.com and allow us to take you on your next adventure. (laughs) 
to Kisha Beauty, embracing the power of self-love in conjunction with Fifty Shades of Success. While Fifty Shades of Success works on the inside, let Kisha Beauty work on the outside, adding a little sparkle, pop, and shine with Kisha Lips, pamper your skin with Kisha Body, and let's not forget accessories with Kisha Girl. Find us on Instagram. everybody join me poet and author kiana denae on my podcast noteworthy a poetry podcast for the poets where you'll hear my original poetry and poetry from other amazing poets as well because i truly believe all poets are worthy go follow the podcast on instagram at noteworthy poetry and you'll be the first to know whenever there's a new episode while you're there follow me too at kiana underscore denae So tune in today. Hello, hello, hello. And we are back, you guys. And before the break, as you know, we were speaking with author Cece Dawson in regards to her becoming an author and even gave y'all some good weight loss tips. Yada. <laughs> <laughs> and all of that good stuff. And also just speaking about the dynamics of all of the, the different genres that African-American writers can write in and will not be uh, look, we'll not be untamed. We we will hey, be untamed. We'll I be love untamed. it. We are not going to be boxed into just one or two genres. We're going to spread our wings right. and, and fly. Yeah. So, what I am going to do right now, you guys, as promised, is read her book blurb, and then Miss Crystal. We are going to allow you to just dive into these books because I know you get all of these heart pumping, <laughs> you know, questions in. Yes. So you can know the good tea. <laughs> right. Well, let's do it. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys, here is the book blurb. The Big Apple usually attracts all types, but now New York City has become home to a race of genetically modified humans called phasers. Cleo Hurston, a New York City orphan who has phaser blood, requires her to go through the ritualistic phasing process to become a real woman. However, a conspiracy engineered by the periphetist Robert Hurtman, first of his phaser line, has a past buried with dark secrets, ones that would jeopardize the power he has over the region if uncovered. Cleo must team up with the Hartman's flesh and blood Von Hartman to take down this evil line from the inside. Become the animal to bring down a monster. Woo! Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm excited. I'm excited because look, I can already in my mind things play like a movie. So right. Um, that's what it was doing for me. It was giving me movie vibes. But I am going <laughs> to let Crystal take over. <laughs> All right. So like my first question is, what is this gonna be? What year? Let's do that because I, I'm so I'm kind of gonna try to paint a picture. So, what year would this take place in? So, um, more or less the present. Um, I didn't okay. want to do it too futuristic. 
I kind of wanted to do it at this time. And the main reason for that is, um, and I know this is going to sound really bad, but I'm going to have to say it. So, you know, <laughs> this is a military experiment gone wrong. And very okay. much, um, you know, they receive these shots. Just like, you know, right. kind of what's going on now. With, and, you know, half everybody, you remember everybody was saying, oh, the COVID shot is going to turn you into a zombie. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yes. I said, what better time to place it in than now when everybody's so skeptical about getting shots? That is true. I like that. <laughs> That's a good idea. Okay, so you use the word phasers and then phasing. So, for now, one, I am not a sci-fi person. I don't watch it. But... You're gonna you're, you've pulled me in. So, what is a phaser? Like, if that is a term that's used in a sci-fi, but what is a phaser, or is this a term that you brought up? I mean, you thought up and used it for yourself. Well, believe it or not, I created the term phaser. Okay. Um, so, to phase is not. If you look up the actual dictionary term for phase, it has absolutely nothing to do with what I referenced in the book. So I'm actually creating a new, not a new word, but a new meaning to a word to phase and phaser. It's it's a Mm. whole new meaning. I'm hoping one day it could just be added into dictionary, like under like sci-fi terminology. But um, it does, if you look it up, it's not the same at all. The definition is totally different. So a phaser is a genetically modified human being with integrated animal DNA. Oh. When a phaser has a strong emotional reaction to something like happiness, anger, something that you can't control in that moment, they begin to phase. To phase, um, depending on what animal you've been integrated with, can give you a set of abilities and also change your eye color. That's okay. That will be phasing. So, perfect example. You're walking down the street, somebody bumps into you. Your initial response, I'm a pusher. Almost like your exactly <laughs> your, your initial response is what would be considered a phase. If someone pushes you, whatever you feel in that snap of an instant is going to be your phase. Oh, okay. Mm, okay, like so that. it's things that you, it's almost like animalistic. You cannot control it sometimes. And just like with anything, it takes practice, just like our manners. Thank you. No, thank you. Yes, please. Yeah. It's just a perfect example of that. So if you're walking down the street, someone bumps into you, your initial reaction is going to cause you to phase. When you phase, a couple things can happen. One, your eyes can, let's say if you're, you're an elf phaser and you belong to the elf faction, your eyes are going to turn like a gold, like a honeypot gold. Okay. Mm. So if you belong to the D faction, if you're a D phaser, your eyes are going to turn like a sonic blue. Ooh. Okay. And all of these different, and those, your eye color changes is actually the phase itself. The abilities are a plus. But sometimes if you're in the heat of the moment and you can't, you're not thinking about it, you can automatically phase. So that's what a phaser and a phasing is. Those are the definitions pretty much of it. So let me ask you, can this be, you know, like the cosplay? I think I'm saying that right, that everyone's doing like, can someone create their self as a phaser in a cosplay? You mean like the cosplay? The cosplay. Yeah, I knew um, I wasn't saying it right. Yeah, so so um, the great thing is uh, we do have like a uh, integrated animal unit. And that's the unit that was actually in the military. 
Um, not realistically speaking, right. of course, but gotcha. in my world, there's called <laughs> integrated animal unit where um, there's a group of soldiers that's a part of this particular unit. And we actually have a symbol, um, a oh. logo that people can rock. I actually have a quiz on my website. If um, people go to my website, they'll be able to take a quiz to tell them which faction they belong to and what kind of phaser they are, dep- uh, you know, dependent on the questions and how they answer it. So like people can that. like rock the red or the gold Ooh. or the blue and green. And, you know, if people want to get eye contact, they can do that. Um, in the book, there's like a barcode in a certain location that separates um, U.S. phasers from European phasers. Ooh. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. you doing it big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like your entire explanation, I was like, yes. yeah, like this is, she. she is, Look, invested in this. This is something yes. that she has. She has really created this world, and I, I'm going to take this quiz. Um, it, yeah, I'm going to have remi- to do that too. And it reminded me because I don't watch a whole lot of sci-fi, but the only thing that I could, because I'm always trying to correlate what someone says with something else in mind, I, I, I instantly went to Jacob from Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking. Him and Bella. Him, <laughs> I was like, I instantly went to Jacob from Twilight because all yes. I just remember is when he actually did his like transition and he, <laughs> we, he, you know, he he transformed into this wolf and I was like, oh, that's what's wrong with him. Okay, yes. <laughs> and that's the great thing. So, um, uh, everybody asked me, what was your inspiration behind? That was going to be my next question. So go for it. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that's so, okay. um, re- the inspiration itself was a dream. Um, and I tell everybody about this dream. I'll never forget. I was like on 42nd street and, um, I remember passing by a car and this is the only part I remember. And I looked into the window of the car and my eyes were like gold, Mm. but I could remember the almost animal urges I was feeling. Mm. So, you know, um, regarding looks, I kind of depicted Cleo after my daughter. Mm. So, and then um, I was a big Animorphs um, reader when I was a kid. And um, Animorphs is when uh, these group of kids get these powers and they turn into different animals. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. I never liked the aspect of turning into an animal, but I did like the aspect of what if I had abilities? So Mm. I was just like, that's cool. But, you know, as an adult, I was just like, I would never. <laughs> as a kid at school, <laughs> as a dog, I was like, I would never. I'm, you know, dog gross. Like for me, yeah. as a dog, it's like not, not so much now. Yeah. Um, just, you know, that's just kind of always been the thing, especially with wolves. Everybody wanted to be a wolf or a vampire. Mm-hmm. Like that's always just kind of been, you know, the wave. And I just like, I want to do something different. I want to introduce something different where it, it makes sense. Like, wow, like that can actually happen. Right. That right. is true. And I wanted to pick animals that it made sense. Like animals that can really be used in a field of battle. Mm. Oh. Okay. <laughs> now that's going to be interesting to see. Like I really kind of want to see it on the screen now. And I, you know, I just <laughs> skip reading it. Let's put this on the screen and let's see this. Now, all right. <laughs> you know, just let's see this. Let's see. Let's see this all play out. Now, you said that um, Robert Hartman is the first of his phaser line. Like, was it an age that you realized that you are a phaser? Like how, you know, and then how long has he lived? You so... know, was he like eight <laughs> centuries, you know, decades? 
I mean, I don't, yeah, love to know that. <laughs> well, you would have to read the book to kind of understand it. But um, the best way I can describe it is Robert Hartman, um, being that he was the first to face on, he was the first to just successfully bond with animal DNA. Okay. So that's why he's like the first of his line. He's the first phaser. Like he was the first one. He was the first to successfully bond with any type of animal DNA. And I'm I'm not going to say the DNA that he bonded with, but he was just the first to be able to do so, which is why, Mm -hmm. you know, he's he's the the first. first. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, since you're doing it in New York and you put that Cleo as an orphan, is it something that's that's going to happen to her? And like you said, we have to read the book, folks. We have to read the book. But is there something that's going to happen for her to realize <clears throat> that she's part of this as well? That she's a well, phaser? Well, the thing is, Cleo knows that she's a phaser. It's just, unfortunately, um, she, she can't phase like her brethren. She can't phase like her kin. And she finds herself dealing with a lot of different issues because she doesn't feel welcome in a group of people who she considers family. And I wanted to depict that picture because like many of us, um, you know, in my book, I talk about a lot of taboo topics and I touch on taboo topics, but I'm using sci-fi as the vehicle. In her case, it's almost like colorism. Okay. You know, um, and I, I really can't hate that because it doesn't matter what shade of brown you are, you're still beautiful. It doesn't matter what shade you are. So right. for her, she finds herself around a group of people that don't really accept her for who she is. And I play a lot on that and discuss that a little bit because she struggles with not knowing who her family truly is and the family that she's a part of, that she had no choice of being a part of, kind of just looks at her like she's weird and she's kind of like an outcast. So who does she really have to talk to? And that kind of dives into the mental health. Just being isolated, feeling alone constantly. Right. I love that. I love that. So how much, like, oh, would we see something like axe throwing in the book? You guys see, there's a lot of action in the book. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You know, I figured since you were saying, you know, you like axe throwing, you like archery. I was like, mm, I wonder what that be in the book. <laughs> there is a lot of action in the book, believe it or not. <laughs> All right. So now I see that this is book one. I mean, how do you know how many books you would you want to do? I really want to make this a trilogy. The story has enough pieces that need to be tied, you know, and loose ends that need to be tied up for this to go on to be a trilogy for sure. Now, what is something, because like you said, you're doing romance and sci-fi. What is something that, reading your book, romance-wise, that we would not see in a regular romance book? Oh my God, excellent question. Thank you. So, in this particular case, there is a love triangle. And within this love triangle, um, it almost has kind of like, like you said, that team and we're team Jacob, but in this particular case, the nice guy is not exactly the nice guy. Oh. And it's almost like a Dr. Jackal, Mr. Hyde. Mm. And um, it's unrequited love. So you have a situation. So I guess what makes mine different, the best way to answer this, because I'm about to go out down the laundry list, to make it simple <laughs> is, um, it's not one type of love within my book. 
there's multiple angles being played. Like I said, Unrequired Love is one of them. Enemies to Lovers. So you have different romance and love tropes within this novel. So oh, you don't yeah. have to, because not everybody's a, rom- a hopeless romantic like myself. Right. Some people like the Enemies to Lovers trope. Some like the, you know, Dr. Jack and Mr. Hyde. You know, you thought he was going to finish last because he was a nice guy, but he wasn't. So there is mm. a different type of romance for everyone. It's not one particular romance in the book. And of course, there's classic romance, which is my personal favorite. I love that because then that, like you're saying, we're getting all types of love and there are different types of love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like that. And self-love. That's the biggest one. And that's my, the biggest takeaway is self-love in the book. Because um, Cleo kind of at the end, she just like, listen, I choose me every day, all day. So mm-hmm. self-love <clears throat> is the biggest trope for me because I feel like as though I love romance and I love classic romance, I also am very encouraging to mental health and self-love. Those are vital before you can love anybody else. You have to love yourself. Exactly. So like I said, different types of love. Look, and that is the psychologist. (laughs) It is. And it's so funny when you said I choose me, I looked at my arm because I have that tattooed on my arm. Really? Yes. Uh, Yeah, I moved to um, Georgia like six years ago. And, you know, being down here, I moved down here by myself and I knew nobody down here. I knew one person down here. And, but I actually have a whole new family, a whole group of friends and just learning myself. And then I think two years after I was down here, I went and got a tattoo and he was like, what do you want? Something simple. I was like, yes, just, and I wrote down what I wanted and I put, I choose me. He was like, I like that. So yes, that is a tattoo of mine. I choose me. Awesome. that is perfect that's the best way I could fit and you know what yes. and it's just like you have to you have to choose yourself yes you have that to. is true so. people don't understand that you know they always like no I gotta do this for this person no mm-hmm. because if you're not all together you can't help the next person exactly so, you can't pour from an empty cup exactly. right that mm-hmm. is true and if somebody can pour from an empty cup please let me know because then maybe I'll start putting all my food in it and that'll help with the weight loss too you know <laughs> I'm gonna put my food in the empty cup. Hopefully, it dissolves, and then I just drink it, and I'm good. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, Cece, it has been you know such a wonderful time you know listening to you, especially you know discuss your book. I love how detailed and intimate you are with this um, with the storyline and the meaning behind it, and all of the (coughs) excuse me, and all of the little elements that you include with it. I want to tell y'all, you know. I, I was sitting here and I'm just sitting back and I, I went ahead and uh, did the quiz while we was talking. <laughs> while we was talking. Because I, I had to let you know while we were on the line. Like, yes. What I am. So I'm a proud D fan. Oh okay. my God. Oh wow. <laughs> So you I'm are the smartest of phasers. Genius, basically. Oh, oh wow. wow. Look, I want to, can I, can I talk about my powers that I yes, have? Yes, of course. Okay. Yes, please share. So look, I'm in D faction and my skill traits include temporary blue eyes. Okay. Um, telepathy, telekinesis, sonar, mood control, and enhanced intelligence. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> So 
I am a D phase. So I am awesome. I buy into it. I I'm gonna share that too. I'm a D phase, <laughs> and I'm a proud one. So yes, I was like, oh, this sounds just like me. <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> awesome. Yes, and I like that because you just said it. You put a quiz on your site for people to take, but then it's also even though it's sci-fi, people still see themselves in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. So that's the, I gotta take it tonight too. I have to. So yeah, you gotta <laughs> take it and you gotta let me know because I'll post but uh, both of ours. You know, yes. are, as far as our phases, I love it. That is that is so awesome and cool. And I <laughs> I could I couldn't resist. I had to do it while we were still. <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is so cool. But I do want to take this time out to allow you to tell all of our listeners, our readers, where they can connect with you and where they can purchase your book. Perfect. Okay. So um, everyone can follow me on Facebook at author CC Dawson, Instagram, author CC Dawson, and everyone can go to my website, www.authorccdawson.com. And my book is available for pre-order on Amazon and will be releasing October 31st with softback copies. So uh, that is a perfect way to get in contact with me. And it's C.C. Dawson, C-E-C-E Dawson. Oh, wow. Absolutely. You guys, make sure that you follow her. Make sure that you support. Make sure that you pre-order this book. And make sure that you take the quiz. So Yes. Yes. That is so much fun. It is a lot of fun. I love it. It's a great way to just interact with your readers and, you know, with your tribe. So, yeah, I want to know who all is in the D phase and the D faction with me so we can party. (laughs) Right. You can just make a whole family. Right. There's an actual link um, that should be at the bottom of the quiz where it tells you to go to Facebook, the Chronicles of Brute Creation phaser page. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a group already started where um, people are taking the quiz and you can actually talk to your faction members. Okay. You know, oh. and I see it. I'm, look, <laughs> it's right there. I sure will. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. You guys, make sure that you do uh, take the quiz. It is it's really, really fun, and it's so interactive. Please do take that quiz. But I thank you so much, Cece. I'm going to swing it over to Crystal so she can give out her information. Then I'll give out mine, and then we will go ahead and wrap it up for tonight so we won't hold you forever and ever, but... It has been such a pleasure. Oh, it's a it really has. So yes. much. What a wonderful interview. Great questions. Thank you so much for having me on Thank your platform you. and you, being able to speak with like-minded people. I really enjoyed this. Yes, you this was great. Welcome. It was. And see, first... you opened up some new something new for me, so I thank you for that because I'm always trying to find something new to read. And this is Crystal. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and um, Clubhouse as My Love of Books. And that's M-Y-L-U-V-O-F-B-O-O-K-S. Awesome. And I am Author Untamed. You can find me under Author Untamed on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, Clubhouse, YouTube, and TikTok under that name solely. And also my 
web address is www.authoruntamed.com. And also make sure that you visit Untamed Publishing at www.untamedpublishing.net. They offer services for authors. And also that is where you sign up for author interviews. And of course, please be sure to follow the Get Caught Up podcast on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. And you guys, please be sure to pick up the Chronicles of Brook Creations by author CC Dawson. It is on pre-order right now, so go ahead and get your pre-orders in. And be sure to visit her website and find out which faction you're in and, and have fun with your faction family. <laughs> <laughs> and for all of you just great listeners, we will be giving away a book. She is going to give away one of her books for free, but you have to pay attention to the post. So it's not going to be on here. I'm not going to release what the information is on here, but I am going to sit on the post. So you, you guys, I will let you know when I post the interview so that we can go ahead and get our giveaway winner. But again, CC, I thank you so much for coming and joining us tonight. Has oh, been great. Awesome. And I wish you a great and successful book release on thank you. this Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. You are welcome. And to the listeners, thank you guys for always tuning in and rocking with us. You know, I love you guys and I do it for you. I appreciate all of your feedback. I also appreciate you guys for staying on my neck to hurry up and come back. <laughs> <laughs> So we are back and we have our first guest back again. And I will try my best not to leave you guys anytime soon. Yes. <laughs> but I will definitely uh, appreciate all that you guys have done and continue to do for the Get Caught Up podcast. And until next time, you guys, remain untamed and don't forget to get caught up. Good night. Right. Good, Good night. night.